Welcome to another edition of Mind of the Madman, brought to you from STS Studios. I'd like to thank everybody once again for tuning in and listening to us. Um, this week we're going to talk about, uh, actually something I thought was a joke when I first heard about it, but the more I dug into it, the more it's really, it's really a, uh, a uh, problem that has to do with our privacy. And that's this game, uh, Pokemon Go, if uh, you don't know what it is, it's where, you know, kids and adults have this, this app on their phone and they run around trying to, like, find, like, you know, imaginary creatures on their phone and they capture them and battle with them, it's the whole thing. So, we'll get into that after the news, but like I said, first, you know, let's get into the news. I have a couple stories. Actually, two of these stories are really exciting, for me at least. One story, uh, well, I'll get into one, one's actually just pictures of one of these crashed UFOs that the, 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 the U.S. government supposedly just recently shot down. Give me that in a second. And then the other one... Uh, harder with me for a second here. The other one is uh, actually a local a local UFO story. Uh, local to, to me here. So, uh, the first story is entitled... Uh, Kelly Hopkins... The helicopter... Oh my god, let me try that again. The Kelly Hopkins Encounter... It's an indisputable evidence of aliens or mislabeled owl, which right there, that right there kind of scares me off to begin with. Like, you know, is this a serious article or not? I don't know. Like I said, I don't, you know, like I've told you before, I, you know, I never pre-read these, these articles that you guys send in, and I just try to read them on the spot here. So let's see what this article's about. Once you may not, or one you may not have, wait, how does this article start? This is horrible how it starts. Okay. Uh, so... Roswell, New Mexico, the the Atacama Desert, the Maplin Silent Zone. Without a doubt, there are certain so-called alien encounters that have garnered some more recognition than others. One you may not have heard, though, is the Kelly Hopkins encounter of 1955, which may seem strange because it's generally considered by UFO enthusiasts one of the most significant and well-documented cases in the history of alien encounters. Of course, to skeptics, it's possibly a story about owls. The Kelly Hopkins case is a classic of UFO literature that has puzzled both believers and debunkers alike. Uh, Dr. J. Allen Hynek, the leading UFO researcher of the early days of ufology, said the Kelly Hopkins Hopkinsville case seemed preposterous and offensive to common sense, despite many investigators consider a solid example of a close encounter of the third kind. It all started in the night of, of August 21st, 1955, near the community of Kelly and Hopkinsville in, Christ, in Christina County, Kentucky. Two cars carrying five adults and several children arrived at the local police station with the plea, we need help. They announced that they were apparently terrified We've been fighting them for nearly four hours. Uh, who were that? Who were them? According to the assemb- to, to the assembled refugees, it was aliens, com- uh, complete with their very own interstellar era, uh, spacecraft. Small alien creatures had come from a spaceship and were harassing the household and two families inside that had been holding them off with gunfire since dusk. Uh, faces appeared in the window. One. One grabbed a man's hair, and any number of these little beings had floated around or near the ground, flying from tree to rooftop and evading capture. All told, there are apparently 12 to 15 mysterious creatures badgering the house 
I'm not going to waste some time to but this is, uh, wow. I mean, I'm getting these little common sense here. Yeah, I'm not going to read no more. Uh, basically, what I'm getting from this is, you know, first of all, you know, I've never heard of an encounter of, you know, of aliens being held off with gunfire. I mean, come on, if, if, if they can travel hundreds of thousands of light years to get here, they're not going to be, you know, you know, turned away by gunfire. I mean, please, they got weapons that could isolate, that could, you know, that could render our weapons useless. So that and they're pulling people's hair. That's just kind of weird. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that this article is is see who it's from it's from Science Weekly magazine. So I mean it's it's a semi reputable source, but I'm just gonna say chuck 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 this one to uh it's a, I don't know. I'm I'm I'm, I'm moving to the next article. That was that that was that, that, that that's that's too far for us. Like I said, I I, I only want real true things on this show. So when we start getting into something that seems way too far-fetched, we kind of move on to the next thing. So the next thing we have here, this is this is a story. This story is uh, it's a UFO setting that's actually very, very close to, to uh, me. Uh, Susquehanna County, Pennsylvania. Questions and concerns about Thursday night surrounding sightings of unknown flying objects in one part of Susquehanna County. Eyewitness News first showed the images of the unknown flying objects Wednesday, and since then additional calls have come in from people who say they too saw something strange in the sky that day. Um, so first there's this picture of, they just look like Tic Tacs, you can't really make out what they are, but it, it's the classic Tic Tac look. It was just before 4 p.m. He says he saw four objects in total. Then about four hours later, he saw a helicopter. Uh, another Susquehanna resident, Robert Turner, sent in a photo featured above, which I'll, I'll have all these pictures on our, on our Facebook uh, fan site because it's definitely something they need to look at. Uh, but anyways, he sent in a photo to Eyewitness News. He said the object was flying over his home in Bridgewater Township. Tuesday afternoon, at about the same time the four objects were seen over the lake. I would not have thought anything of it except for the fact that it was moving very slowly. I knew it wasn't an aircraft. I knew the aircraft wasn't a plane. And in light of the fact of what we've had so many strange sightings, so many, so many shoot downs across the country recently, I knew it had to be something else. Eyewitness News reached out to the Pentagon and the New York State Air National Guard. The Pentagon spokesperson said there was no. No reports of unknown flying objects and no military flights in Susquehanna County. New York State and Air National Guard also said there are no helicopters in the area. This story is still in progress. So, you know, there's two pictures, basically. You know, one's is, one is of the four objects circled in the sky, which they do look like Tic Tacs. And then another one of, like, up close. And I, I don't even know how you even, even describe what you're looking at there. So, um, yeah, I don't... So let's move on to the next story. Our next story is entitled, Scientists Discover Gigantic Solid Metal Ball Inside the Earth's Core. Uh, researchers have discovered a new innermost layer nestled inside our planet's inner core. The 400-mile-wide solid metallic ball that responds to the reverberating shockwaves of earthquakes in an unexpected way. As detailed in a new paper published in this week in the journal 
Natural Communications, a team of two seismologists from, from the Australian National University found that the Earth has an innermost core, which may have been formed during or following a significant global event from the past. Uh, clearly, the innermost inner core has something different from the outer layer. Uh, we think that the way atoms are packed in these two regions are slightly different. The researcher, the research could shed light on how our planet evolved billions of years ago, and how the Earth's magnetic field evolved over time, turning out planet from turning out planet from an our planet from an inhospitable rock to a livable home. Uh, studies studying Earth Center is not just a topic of academic curiosity, but something that sheds light on a very evolution of the life of our planet's surface. The pair of researchers write in a pair or in a piece for the conversation. That's because, in simple terms, convection currents from deep below the Earth's surface generate the Earth's magnetic field, which in turn protects life from harmful cosmic radiation. Well, the innermost core is still made up of the same stuff as the rest of the inner core. It, uh, it has different properties that determine how fast seismic waves travel through it. Depending on the direction of travel, a phenomenon known as aneostrophy, the Earth's seismic waves have already been observed to move fast, fastest when parallel to our planet's spin. But, puzzlingly, puzzlingly that's not the case for this new discovery, discovered inner most inner core. The researchers found suggesting these waves travel faster at a different angle. The, the studies suggest a significant global event uh, such as a massive tectonic shift hundreds of millions of years ago may have formed this metallic ball. And considering it may have been what allowed life to thrive on Earth is a vital piece of the puzzle and fascinating glimpse into the history of our planet. So our last thing we have here for the news, it's not really an article, it's just pictures. Um, after that Chinese balloon was downed a couple weeks ago, that, that you know big Chinese weather balloon that was the size of three buses put together, there's been a number of, of UFOs that, that, that's been spotted by our military and shot down. Now the first question is, in my mind is, is this something new that these that these that these UFOs have just now started showing up more, or is it that our our uh, our equipment, such as our radar uh, equipment, has gotten much more sensitive, so we, so they've been able to start detecting this stuff more often? Whichever the case, I'm not sure, but uh, so the pictures, uh, assuming that these are totally real. You know these these are you know these are these are off of a, a weather discussion page. So I mean I don't see a reason to fake these, but at the same time you know people like to just get you a clickbait on the internet. But assuming these pictures are real, um, there's two pictures of like aerial photo, like like one's that distance, one's close up zoomed in, and it, it does look exactly what Lieutenant uh, uh, Favor was 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 describing. You know when he's off in the, you know off the coast of California. When it's all, you know, you know, the original Tic Tac, it looks exactly like what he's describing. It looks like a Tic Tac. Uh, now, when you look at, now there's supposedly two pictures of it crashed. Could it be? I guess. I mean, I've seen people compare it to a picture of like Arctic 
uh, lifeboat boats that you know they you know like like Arctic lifeboats that, that, that they put on ships that are that are in extremely cold climates so that you know, you, you, you know, so that you know, you're, you're you know, so that you're covered during more cold or you know because this is so cold you also know, so it's an enclosed capsule it does kind of look like that's from these are yellow this is white I don't know I mean. It just looks man-made. Doesn't this, this 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 doesn't look like something that's you know capable of of you know these unbelievable you know uh, flying maneuvers. It does have a tic tac shape though. So uh, like I said, I'll put this on the Facebook page. You guys go in there comment. Let, let me know what you think because I I don't know. I'm kind of I'm I'm I, you know I'm kind of torn on this. So you know, let me know. So with that being said, let's move on to uh, this week's topic, which is the Pokemon Go CIA conspiracy. So as I said, this week we're going to look at a newer conspiracy theory that at first might seem like a far-fetched, but by the end of the episode you might feel differently. This conspiracy theory states that the mobile game Pokemon Go is actually a secret CIA-backed program used to spy on U.S. citizens and the people all around the world. Like I said... Thinking a game on a phone is a CAA program used to spy on us sounds crazy, but stick with me. You might change your mind just like I did. Because when I first read this, or saw this conspiracy theory, I was like, "This, this, there's no way, this is dumb, but you might change your mind like I did. To start with, let's look at exactly what the game is. Since a good portion of my audience is older, I'll briefly explain it. Basically, you walk around and catch little creatures with your phone. You use the camera on your phone, and it will automatically place these creatures called Pokemon in your actual surroundings. So it's almost like an immersed virtual reality. It's like, you know, you look through your phone and, you know, you know, through your camera, and then it'll it'll randomly put these, like, these, like, cartoon, random generated cartoon characters in the environment. Like, you know, if you look, if you look through your phone, you can see them. Then there are Pokemon gyms and Pokestops. They're places to get free supplies. Gyms do that as well, and also let you battle your Pokemon against each other. Theory begins is that the placement of the Pokestops and gyms. These are placed in areas of high, concent- of high concentrations of people. That more, uh, The more populated the area, the more Pokestops and gyms will be found, as well as more Pokemon in general. In areas where there are government buildings and foreign embassies, there are even higher concentrations of these found. So you might you might think, well, these place these, the, you know, you might think, well, they place these things where people are at. Okay, I'll give you that. But we're just getting started. Let's talk. Let's look at the software company behind Pokemon Go, Niantic. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the CEO of Niantic is John Hankey. In 2001, John Hankey created a software company called Keyhole Software. Keyhole was funded by a CIA venture capital firm that was part of NGC, or National Geospatial Intelligence Agency. The NGA's primary function is collecting, analysis, collecting, analyzing, and distributing geospatial intelligence. Keyhole came under fire as they were collecting unprotected information from neighborhood Wi-Fi networks, collecting citizen information such as passwords, medical, and banking records. Keyhole was quickly brought out, was quickly bought out by Google, and became Google Earth. That's 
this right here should have everyone in the country concerned. To further dig into this, let's look at the passage from Pokemon Go's privacy policy. Before we go to the privacy policy, just, just, just grasp that for a second. This company was going around neighborhoods all over the United States and just, you know, looking for loose... They're taking pictures and video and and uh, audio from neighborhoods, just just driving up and down your neighborhoods. And then they're and then they were going on to people's Wi-Fi networks, hacking into them and 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 finding finding random information, personal information that you wouldn't want out, and just collecting it, storing it. And now that's Google Earth. So now Google has all the, all, all this information, and, you know, and they turned it into the Google Earth program. That's that's very alarming and scary. Uh. So, like I said, let's look at Pokemon Go's privacy policy. Now, these words are exactly from the from from their privacy policy, like word for word. We may disclose any information about you or your authorized children that is in our possession or collect or control to government or law enforcement officials or private parties. What information could they collect from you going around? You know. Looking, looking for Pokemon at parks in in downtown or wherever you go. It sounds to me like they're 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 using all the all this data collected by your camera, by your microphone, and they're they're collecting it not not only for advertisement but for whatever you know, you know part of what you know Snowden had talked about years ago. You know how they you know, you know how they continuously collecting their information. Pokemon Go tracks users' locations, phone storage, Google account information, camera con, con, camera contacts, and activity recognition. Niantech claims this app wasn't meant to collect all that data when they were questioned and said they would address the issue and fix it, but nothing has yet changed, and it's still collecting all that data. A rights protection group called Fight for Anything stated, if you are an intel agency and you want photos inside of a home or a business, you just spawn desirable Pokemon related objects there and let totally unaware and distracted citizens take photos for you. Basically using all these children as CIA operatives without them even knowing it. A spy on our own country. And mind you, Pokemon goes all around the world. So, you know, they're using citizens of other countries too as CIA operatives to collect information all around the world. So, you know, one of your first questions might be, why would the CIA want to spy on us? And second, why don't they use other means than a kid's game to do it? Go back to September 11, 2001, when this country was under attack by Al-Qaeda. Those terrorists trained, trained to pilot those airplanes on U.S. soil, which was a huge black eye to all U.S. intelligence agencies. So the U.S. the CIA definitely wants all of the video, audio, and photographic information they can get their hands on. That's why. That's a big reason why. You know, maybe they could have stopped that attack, but maybe there's other attacks that they can stop. Maybe you know, maybe you know, there's 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 terrorist cells right now in this in this country. You know, and there's and there's children. Well, those those children might be running around around the other house playing Pokemon Go and might pick up pictures of sensitive documents or hear sensitive conversations. That's a big reason why. As far as why Pokemon Go, while current U.S. laws prohibit the CIA from actively spying on the people in the United States, they're only to do so on foreign soil. 
But if they just so happen to come across the surveillance data, they uh, if they just so happen to come across the surveillance data they already have, they just found a loophole to spy on us and everyone on U.S. soil. You know, after Snowden came out and talked about how you know that how you know how you know, how, how you know, the NSA was collecting all this information about phone conversations and text messages and stuff. They had to, you know, the government had to start doing things a little more low-key, and that's that's exactly what the, what this is. The CIA has unofficially acknowledged this comp- this conspiracy theory is true. Really, they can't deny it when you look at the connection through Niantic to the CIA, through Niantic CEO John Hankey. We know this isn't the first time the U.S. federal government has infringed on its citizens' privacy. Remember, like I just said, you know, the whole thing was the, the huge phone tampering scandal with Snowden. And it's widely known that your phone is always watching and listening to you, sending data to Google and multiple U.S. intelligence agencies. What makes this worse is the CAA is using children to record video and audio from their homes, friends, homes, schools, religious centers, and many other locations, not just in the U.S. but all around the world. Some countries like China and Iran have banned Pokemon Go due to the potential for sensitive information being collected and retrieved by, by the CIA. So if Iran and China have banned this app just because of this, you know, we should definitely be a little more, we should definitely be concerned about this. Not only is this unethical, but a complete invasion of privacy and freedoms. Now, I'm not saying to not let your children play, but just be very mindful of the surroundings in which they, in which the game is being played. Supervise your children. Playing this game and just being mindful that no matter if your child is playing Pokemon Go or any other game, as long as as long as on a cell phone around something that might be and probably or that if if if, if your child is playing any game on a phone, that someone might be and probably is watching and listening. You know, so yeah, if you're gonna let your kids play Pokemon Go, I'm not saying don't let them play. You know, I mean, you know, I've played it from time to time too. You know, I, I it is a fascinating game. Uh, so yes, I'm not saying don't let your children play Pokemon Go. I'm just saying supervise them and be, like I said, be mindful. And, and you know, and, and not just when you're playing a game, just whenever your phone is around. Period. If your phone, if your phone's got, you know, even if it's turned off, as long as it's powered to battery, they can still access your camera, your your microphone, anytime they want. <clears throat> so be very mindful whenever you have your phone around. Just conversations you have, um, you know, the things you. The places you go, like, you know, if it's something that you wouldn't want nobody else seeing or hearing, make sure there's, there isn't a phone anywhere near that because if there is a phone, probably someone is hearing or seeing. Um, you know, so, you know, we just need to be a little mindful of our surroundings and, uh, yeah, so. So with that being said, um, let's look at last week's question of the week. So last week, you know, I asked you, um, you know, we're talking about you know, Elon Musk and, you know, his his strive to get to Mars. And so my question to you was, you know, a two-part question. Part one was, do you think that Elon Musk is that, – that man is going to set foot on Mars in Elon Musk's time? Is it going to happen? You know, or is it going to be, you know, after, you know, he's already gone? And part two to that question was, do you think it's going to be SpaceX that does it or NASA or what space agency? So the first part of that question is, I can almost guarantee 
there will be the, the, I can almost guarantee you know, unless Elon dies in the next couple of years in some catastrophe or something. As long as he lives a normal long life, I really do think that Elon will see mankind reach Mars in his lifetime. I don't think we're that far off. Um, if you would have asked me this question five years ago, I'd been like, eh, hard to tell because you know, you know, agencies talk about going to Mars, keep talking about going to Mars, but it just keeps getting put in the back burner. Difference now is we're in a new space race. You know, it's not really so much Russia anymore. Now we're in a space race with China. China is very ambitious about getting back to the moon, and they've already stated that if they beat us to the moon, they're claiming it for themselves, which is against all international treaties. But it's the Chinese; they do what they want. You know, so um, I definitely so you know that's why you know SpaceX and NASA is in a hurry with the Artemis program, trying to get back to back 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 to the moon first of all. Uh, and uh, you know, I think that you know. Once the Chinese reach the moon with with manned missions, the, you know their next step is they're going right to Mars. Therefore, to keep up with them, the U.S. is going to have to go right to Mars too. So, I think very shortly here, you know, the the Artemis, the Artemis program is underway. I think we're going to see um, manned missions to the moon within two or three years, if not by us, by the Chinese. I think within maybe ten years, ten to twelve years, we'll see. Man missions going to Mars. So I, I definitely think, you know, it will be he will see it in his lifetime. And who do I think it's gonna be? <sighs> Boy, I don't I don't know. It's gonna be a close one. Um, I think that I don't I think for the first initial missions to Mars, that SpaceX won't do it alone. That it'll be a collaboration of SpaceX and NASA just because of the overall cost to get it figured out. I mean, you know, once you get there once you figure out how to do it, you can start figuring out how to cut costs and make it cheaper. So I think once we get to Mars and figure things out. I think the SpaceX can start doing it more efficiently and cheaper. But I think for that initial voyage, it'll be NASA. It'll be a NASA SpaceX collaboration. The only question is, will we beat the Chinese there? Uh, boy, I don't know. They're very ambitious. So I think it all that all comes down to distractions in the world. I mean, right now, you know, China has these distractions with with um, Hong Kong and the United States and you know, so you know, if if a war would if a war would, would break out, it would definitely slow things down. But uh, I definitely think that you know, in the next ten twelve years, we'll we'll be on Mars. And like I said, if it's, you know, it, you know, I don't know who's who's to get there. It's it's, it's going to be a literal space race. It's going to be China or it's going to be NASA SpaceX collaboration. So uh, for next week's question, um. Let's see here. Let's let's take a question out of um, this week's topic, which was Pokemon Go. Um, you know, a lot of analysts, you know, and people, podcasters, myself included, warn about watching your phone because you know the government's always listening, always watching. You know, what do you think about that? You know, do you, know, do you think that the government's always watching and listening, or do you think that people are just over? overly cautious or, you know, so, you know, what do you think? I mean, I, I will give a lead into this, you know, I can't prove the government's listening, but I, I, but, I, but I know Google's always listening because if you have a phone, especially an Android, and you say you're talking about going golfing, next thing that's going to pop up on Facebook is about golf clubs, guaranteed. 
So your phone is listening to you. It's just it's the government tuning into that. So let me know, you know, you know, do you think the government's listening to you? And, you know, if they do, what kind of what how, how significant is that? So let me know what you guys think. Um, and then uh, next week, you'll, you'll, we'll talk about it. So until we see next week or until next week's episode, uh, thank, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Catch you guys next week.